Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I've been blown away, I, you know, as, I, as I've said after games and before games, I've watched him from afar, he was with us last year for a few uh, games, I've been really impressed, you know, as a young player like that to come in and bowl spin, particularly at that Jamaican side and even um, yesterday in the match against St Lucia, the way he held his nerve, was able to repeat and execute what I asked of him, um, I think he's going to be a fantastic player, he's exciting young talent for Guyana, exciting young talent for the West Indies and you know, I think it's watched this space with him. I think the world's his oyster and he's got a very bright future ahead of him. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. Just so you know, we're recording this the day after Guyana versus Jamaica in the CPL. So I'm joined by my Jamaican co-host, Michelle. Mash, how are you feeling? You know, so after Guyana beat us in the first game <laughs> and I had to I had to take all of your slander, <laughs> all of your slander and cussing, Last night, I was good with it last night though. I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't throw anything back at you last night. I just, took, I just took the win calmly, you know. And like I said to you, I think Guyana and Jamaica will both make the semi-finals. So we, we can live in peace with that. To be fair, after all the talk Michelle gave me yesterday, I'm hoping we beat Jamaica in the final. And we've got a special <laughs> guest on our show who I hope will prove key in us winning the CPL this year. So if you didn't know his name before this week, you'll definitely know it now. He's made an instant impact in the CPL. He was victorious with the emerging West Indies players in the Super 50 last year. And he featured for West Indies in the Under-19 Cricket World Cup earlier this year. So we're joined by Ashmead Ned. Ashmead, how are you doing? Uh, I'm fine, thank you. Um, how are you holding up after three games in quick succession in the CPL? I'm holding up um, pretty fine. You know, I'm a young player, so I'm happy to be out there and playing cricket once again. It's good to hear, Ashmir. It's good. It's good to have you on. And I mean, let's let's get straight into it. Let's just we're going to go into your history, but let's just talk. Let's keep it fresh and talk CPL first things first. Um, keen observers of Caribbean West Indies cricket will have known about you, and they would have heard your name. They would have seen what you did in Super Fifty. They would have seen what you did in, as Santoki said, in the Under Nineteen World Cup. 
but that doesn't necessarily mean that that can translate to, for want of a better word, men's cricket. So you didn't start the tournament, and we know we know that Guyana tends to have a very spin-heavy team in CPL. So I was surprised you hadn't featured in the beginning, and then you made your debut against my team, Jamaica Talawas. Up you came, first ball ever in CPL, wicket, Glenn Phillips. Talk us through that experience, Ashmead. How, how did that feel for you? First ball ever in CPL, did you get a wicket? Uh, I feel um, pretty great, you know. wasn't thinking about getting the wicket first ball, but it eventually happened. Uh, I was grateful for it at that time. And you've gone on in the tournament. So you've played uh, Talawas twice and I think Zooks in between. And I, th- I think they were showing a stat on TV. Obviously, you would have been playing. But they showed a stat on TV yesterday in the, in the Talawas game. Um, where your economy rate, I think it's the best in the tournament, isn't it, Santelkir, if I made that up? Yeah, for, for anyone who's bowled more than two overs, you've got the best economy so far in the CPL, which is amazing considering you've just only played three games in there so far. And what I want to know, Ashmead, is how? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 is it, what is it about your bowling from your own perspective that these are seasoned players we're seeing in CPL that you're, that you're playing against. Um, you're a 19-year-old. What is it about your bowling that you think players find so hard to get away? I just, um, before every match, I have, a, I have a plan A and a plan B. So if plan A doesn't work, I go to plan B. But I normally stick with plan A for a longer period of time. Um, I do experiment. You know, T20 cricket is a mostly momentum game. Um, I try to bowl mostly single delivery than boundary delivery. So the way going about that is um, setting the right field, holding um, a length for a longer period. And this is just it. Um, just cutting up the boundaries. Your, would, you say, would, you think it's, would it be fair to say that you're very consistent, though, with your length? Because it's one thing to say holding my length, but you, in your first game, you went for 10. Second game, 20. Third game, 19. Imran Tahir must be looking at you and going, how are you doing? <laughs> Let me learn off Nick. You can't learn off Imran Tahir. He needs to learn from you. <laughs> uh, well, I just, I just look to try to be uh, mean and greedy as possible. You know, let the batsman um, work, work very hard. You know, if, if they play a good shot, they play a good shot off a good ball. But I just look to be mean and greedy as much as I can. Excellent. I'm... Um... Santoki, I know you want to let's let, let, let's go back a bit. We can come back. Yeah. We can come to CPL a bit later. Let's go back a bit and talk through um, Ashmead. Yeah. So as we were saying, a lot of people outside the Caribbean might not necessarily have heard of Ashmead's name before this week. So we're just going to get into it. Who is Ashmead Ned? So I think your dad played for Guyana as a spinner in the nineties, Garvin Ned. So has cricket always been a big part of your life growing up? Uh, yes. Um, he's the one uh, mostly behind my career. Um. Being, being on the cricket ground at the age of like five, six, you know, at the Demerara Cricket Club, uh, coming through the grassroots level, playing for Guyana on the 15, on the 17, on the 19. Uh, it's just a, a stepping stone. Um, he, he's always been there. Um, a few other names I, I could mention, but I don't want to mention them. Um, a lot of thanks given to them. Um, yes, it is just basically Mm. So you mentioned the Demerara Cricket Club. That's obviously where like Clive Lloyd, Lance Gibbs, all the legends kind of grew up. So it's a famous, famous cricket club in Guyana. Were there any other yeah. sports that you played when you were younger or did you always want to be a cricketer? Uh, I used to try football and okay. used to do track and field. Okay. What, what football team do you support? Uh, what football team I support? Yeah. 
wherever Lionel Messi goes, I go. Oh, you don't you don't have a Guyanese football team. <laughs> okay, so so let's go let's go forward. So we're talking. So Mash is going to talk about the World Cup in a bit, but let's go before that. You featured for the emerging stars in the Super Fifty, um, and you guys won the tournament against against all odds. Um, how was that experience in developing your game? Um, it was it was great. Um, you know, coming into regional Super Fifty tournament, uh, playing against players like, um. Darren Bravo, Jason Mohammed, and a few other names to mention. Um, it's just um learning experience. I took it as a learning experience. Um, you know, bowling to those guys. You know, they're good, good world class players. So it's just looking on, trying to gain much from the game. Um, just look on, ask a lot of questions around the team, and that was that was basically. It. Yeah, so you mentioned Darren Bravo. I think he got his wicket in one of the group games as well there. Um, so that team featured like Josh De Silva, Kimani, Melius, um, Dominic Drakes, all players who were featuring in the CPL this year. Um, Josh De Silva did mention when he came on our podcast that it gave him extra motivation when he played Trinidad because he hadn't made the team and he wanted to beat them. Did you have similar feelings when you played Guyana in the tournament? Yeah, I had similar feelings. Um, to, I, I wanted to play, but I, I got injured at that time, um, sitting out. I was um very upset, but nevertheless, I had confidence in the guys on beating them because the first game, the first wrong robin game we played them, we, we almost beat them. So it's just, we, we, lo- we learn from it and we look back at what we did wrong and then we play them again and we beat them. Mm. So you went on to win, win the Super 50, as we mentioned, and then you featured for West Indies in the Under-19 World Cup. So I know Mash has a few questions about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, before I get into the Under-19 World Cup, how, how did you make the transition to... So, like you said earlier on National Media, you played on the 15, 16, 17, 18. When did, you start, when did you start to hear that you were being noticed kind of like at the regional level and that selectors were looking at you and that you might have a chance of representing the Maroon uh, uh, for the Under-19s? Uh, well, I played West Indies on the 16th, tour to England in 2016. Hmm. Um, two years later, I make the West Indies on the 19 training squad for the 2018 World Cup, which held in New Zealand. Um, I went there, I was, I was very outstanding and I did go to the um, 2018 World Cup. And have you, has it just, is it something that's always like from from a from a young age, have you always just been on the radar? Has it all come like very natural to you to to know that people are watching you and expecting big things from you? Uh, not not really. Um, I've always my name always um keep ringing a bell, you know, from since on the fifteen level coming up. So is 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 nothing new to me at this mm-hmm. point in time. Indeed. So you so you go to the under nineteen World Cup and um. What was that? Ex- but let's let, let's focus on 2019. What was that experience like um, uh, in South Africa? You were the top wicket taker for uh, the West Indies in that tournament. Again, your economy rate. I think you and Kevin Sinclair. Oh, no, no, sorry, Kevin Sinclair. This that's, that's in the um, uh, Super Fifty. But you were the top wicket taker. Sorry, in that uh, tournament, the Under 19 World Cup. How? What was your experience in the in the, in that World Cup? Um, it was it was. Great, I must say, um, going to South Africa as, as a spinner, you know, the conditions there is um, pretty good for batsmen. But after reaching there, reaching there um, I was working pretty hard in the nets and, you know, reflecting, 
reflecting on, on my game, I had the analyst there, you know, certain things I was asking him um, about my bowling, just pinpointing certain things. And when I go there, just I just stick to my plan and never change from it and I execute. Were you, I mean, we didn't make the final, we didn't win it. Was there, well, was there dis- did the team believe they could have won that tournament? Uh, yes, we had strongly believed that um, we could have, we could have got, o- got over the line. Mm. Um, so then we, we, we come back. Um, before CPL, um, we, Santoki and I were talking and we were saying, right, we'd looked at the initial list for the um, franchise tournament, domestic tournaments, and you weren't on the original list of the like 13 players that everybody was retaining. And I remember that Santoki and I had spoken at the time and I was like, someone's surely going to take Ned. Someone's got to take him for, for the domestic season. We, the problem with, say the problem with Guyana, <laughs> that sounds bad. The problem at Guyana's level is obviously Permol is in the Guyana team <laughs> and, and he's the top oh, yeah. in the region in terms of wickets taken. So I was saying Santoki, for Ashmi to get in, even if Guyana pick him, there's always going to be for Sammy in there um, as in Kevin Sinclair's in there as well. It's going to be tough to play regular. And then we saw the um, Leewood's picture up. Santoki, do you want to take from there? Yeah, yeah. So Leeward Island signed you for the upcoming franchise season. You haven't played much red ball cricket in the last year, I guess, because it's mainly been white ball. Um, is red ball cricket something you want to pursue? Do you have ambitions to maybe one day play for the West Indies Test side? Uh, yes, uh, I always dream. My main dream is to, to play Test cricket. You know, it's one of the highest level in the game. So, yeah, being given the opportunity to play four day cricket is great for me. I was chatting with a friend this morning saying I haven't played Red Bull cricket in a while. So, no, that would, that would be great for me to also um, better my game and gain more experience about the other level games. I haven't played much much of Red Bull cricket in the last two to three years. Mm. So, when, when you play for the Leeward Islands, you'd have to, would you move, be moving to the Leeward Islands from Guyana? Uh, yes, I'll be moving there. Okay. Just going back to, just quickly touching on the Guyana team, though. Um, obviously, you're at the, you, you grew up with the Demara Cricket Club, but in the team right now, in terms of the Guyana team, who were your, who were your kind of age group level players that you grew up with? Who Was Kevin Sinclair someone you've been playing with from a young age, or are there others as well? Uh, mostly mostly um, Kevin, Kevin Sinclair come to the junior ranks with him, um, Guyana on the 15, 17 or 19. And mm. emerging team and nowhere, so yeah, it's mostly him and as then, a young player, right? Yeah, and then in terms of spin, who would you again? Because the West Indies traditionally has been seen as like a historically has been seen as a fast bowling region. The pitches have got worse over the years, and spin obviously dominates quite a bit. But who was your idol growing up when you were honing your skills? And you're like, right, I'm going to be a champion spinner. Who were you initially trying to imitate as a spinner? Uh, well, growing up, um, I had two big idols, um, Ross Taylor and Daniel Vittori, because he was a left-hand bowler as well. So whenever New Zealand playing, I mostly sit in front of the TV and watch him as a kid, you know, Daniel Vittori. Uh, still look at videos of him on to this day, you know, um, a very good work-class player, so yeah. Mm. Mm, that's that's really interesting as well because now you're playing with Ross Taylor for the Guyana Amazon Warriors, so you're literally playing with your hero. Um, in terms of um the Guyana Amazon Warriors, have 
players such as Chris Green and Tahir been helping you with your game, giving you advice? Uh, yes, I've um, been gaining much from Imran Tahir. Um, asked him a lot of questions over the past few days, past weeks. Um, yeah, asked him a lot of questions about how he bowls, how he slows it up, but still get it to make peace out of the pitch. Um, Chris Green, um, he's been outstanding. Outstanding whenever I ask him a question, he's there, open up to me. Even the coach, Johan Bota, whenever I bowl in practice or anything, he comes to me, tell me nicely and keep going or whatsoever, yeah. That's, that's excellent to hear and um, <laughs> not to look too far into the future, but Ashmead, we know how it goes in CPL. You have a good CPL tournament, or the franchises start looking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they start looking and they start taking they start taking West Indian players elsewhere to play. But um, I think I read an interview um, the other day where Chris Green was saying, because obviously you're an emerging player and you were in the squad as an emerging player, but you're probably going to be one of the few emerging players in the squad, probably Jaden Seals at Trimbago as well, where actually emerging players have to play five games, but you're likely to just play anyway. Do you, do, you, do you see where I'm coming from with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, to be honest, I, I, I just like, I like being out there, you know. Um, I really know how to answer this, but being given the opportunity to play, you know, um, it's, it's, it's good for me as a, as a young player. Um, Playing against good players, um, you know, is it, good. Um, I could learn, could learn a lot. Um, these, these um, three games that I've played so far have been good, good for me. Um, showing that the hard work that I've been doing, paying off. You know, there's still a long road ahead. I won't get too carried away. So it's just about me sticking to my plan and doing what's right for me. Mm. Just one more for me before I let Santoki finish it off. Again, because of the nature of T20, is there a favourite phase of the game that you like bowling in? So would you, the middle overs, the, the power play, or is it just a case of, you know, just give me the ball, Skipper, I'll bowl whenever you ask me to bowl? Uh, it's that case. Um, I bowl whenever. <laughs> I always have confidence in myself to bowl anywhere, you know. Being given the opportunity to bowl, I'd be happy in any circumstances. Well, given, given your economy, it doesn't look like anybody knows how to do it. So you might as well bowl through the whole innings for Guyana. Right? <laughs> uh, right. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> all right, so I'm, go I'm going to finish up with two questions. So one question is one we ask all our guests on the show. What is yeah. your favourite ground to play cricket in in the Caribbean? Well, I haven't, I haven't played much around the Caribbean, but... Mm -hmm. I'll mostly say the Brian Lara Cricket Academy or Guyana National Stadium. Yeah, we'll we'll take Guyana for that for that answer. But actually, you mentioned um you mentioned you toured England and New Zealand. Did that was there anywhere in particular you like playing in those countries? Uh yeah, I think it was in Lancashire. Um, okay. Lancashire is 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 very pretty. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Okay, and the final question is obviously Mash mentioned before the show that um. I'm Guyanese. Um, I've had to sit through five finals now where we haven't won. You've gone through your whole teenage life without us winning the CPL. So I just need to ask you, Ned, is this the year? Yeah. Can Guyana Amazon Warriors win the CPL this year? Yeah, I have pretty much confidence in the guy. You know, um, they want it pretty bad, you know, after being there last year, being there for the last, being, being in the finals for five, five times, you know, I haven't won it. It's just, it's just a one, one more big step. And I, 
think the guy's ready to risk it all this season. That, that's what I want to hear. Mash, did you well, hear that? Uh, <laughs> I'm not too happy to hear that. Block your ears up. Block your ears up. All I will say, all I will say is, best of luck to you, Ashmead. And if you yeah. make the final, as long as it's not Jamaica, I will support you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Ashmeed, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for taking your time out to come on our podcast. We really enjoy talking to you. And as Mash said, best of luck for the future. And I'm sure we'll be hearing your name very soon across all the headlines. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks very much, Ashmeed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's been episode 25 of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed that one and catch up with us again. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.